Good morning, it's Tuesday the 13th of September and it's International Chocolate Day. And a big happy birthday to Stella McCartney, Tyler Perry, Niall Horan and Lil Reinhardt. Even as the country and the world continues to mourn the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, the process of confirming her successor has continued. King Charles III paid tribute to his mother at a ceremony in Parliament in which the new monarch heard formal condolences from the Speakers of the Commons and Lords. Sir Lindsay Hoyle emphasised the intertwined nature of royalty and government in the UK constitution. The common Speaker offered his heartfelt sympathy to the royal family over the death of the Queen. Deep as our grief is, we know yours is deeper. We offer our heartfelt sympathy to you and all the royal family. The Lord Speaker, Lord McFall, also expressed condolences on behalf of the House of Lords and pledged their loyalty to King Charles. We are proud and indeed humbled to welcome you as our King. And we look forward to welcoming you on many more occasions to Parliament. During his speech in Westminster Hall, the new King thanked the speakers for their addresses and paid tribute to the late Sovereign, his beloved mother, the Queen. The tangible connections to my darling late mother we see all around us, from the fountain in New Palace Yard to the sundial in Old Palace Yard for the Golden Jubilee. Officers are preparing for the biggest security operation in British history as it's been confirmed that the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II will take place at Westminster Abbey at 11am on Monday the 19th of September. Until then, the Queen will lie in state at Westminster Hall for four days to allow the public to pay their respects. But when it comes to the funeral, the new Met Police Commissioner has voiced his concerns. Mark Rowley called the policing around the Queen's funeral a challenge but has assured that there will be extra officers in place. It's a massive challenge for the Metropolitan Police and for me personally, but we have been preparing for many, many years. There's some very diligent, determined people who put a lot of effort into this. And if you haven't had the chance to visit Buckingham Palace to pay your respects yet, there's a word of advice from the Royal Parks. The public are being urged not to bring any more Paddington bears or marmalade sandwiches. They are suggesting that there are enough Paddingtons and marmalade sandwiches in the parks at the moment, so please feel free to bring, bring flowers but maybe don't bring any more Paddingtons or marmalade sandwiches. In Ukraine, there's been further progress by the country's army. Russia's top occupation official there says that Ukrainian forces outnumbered Russians by 8 to 1 in last week's counterattack in the Kharkiv region. Ukraine claims to have regained control of over 3,000 square kilometres of territory in a potential breakthrough in the six-month war. Ukrainian security services have been playing their part, mass texting Russian soldiers in Ukraine with a special phone number they can call to surrender. One of those calls from a Russian soldier was released. Hello. Hello. Is this Ukraine? Yes, this is Ukraine. Received a text that if we wish to surrender to call this number. Yes, if you wish to surrender. Where should we come by? If you're fighting, you're located in a certain region. Well, yes. You'll come pick us up. Yes, you'll be picked up so you'd need to send over your personal information and location if you wish to surrender. And General Ben Hodges thinks that the offensive we've seen from Ukraine could lead to a collapse of the Russian Federation. We may be looking at the beginning of the collapse of the Russian Federation as it is over the next four or five years. 
Apart from the war, the nuclear plant at Zaporizhia remains a serious concern and the chief of the International Atomic Energy Agency is calling for a safe zone. The UN nuclear watchdog agency head Rafael Grossi has been consulting with Ukraine and Russia on his call for a nuclear safety and security protection zone around the Zaporizhia power plant and the two sides appear to be interested. No military action will uh, include aiming uh, at the plant uh, or a radius that could be affecting its normal uh, operation. Still to come on the Smart 7, football returns after last weekend's break and a window into director Steven Spielberg's soul. Right after this. Welcome back. Football's returning to our screens after a pause to the season as a mark of respect following the passing of Her Majesty the Queen. But the Premier League's not fully returning with two big games cancelled for next weekend. Chelsea versus Liverpool and Man United's clash with Leeds. Arsenal have also seen their Europa League game on Thursday against PSV cancelled. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp's back on the job, however, and he's revealed the honest conversations that have taken place with his camp since Liverpool's Champions League defeat to Napoli. Not to, to knock the players down or whatever. No, just to make sure um, where we are now after this game, this is the starting point for us. And now we have to make sure that we um, sort the problems again together. Meanwhile, over in LA, the 74th Emmys took place on Monday night. Hosted by SNL's Keenan Thompson and known as the TV Oscars, Succession, Ted Lasso and the White Lotus led the nominations going into the three-hour telecast awards show. There weren't that many upsets on the night, with Succession winning Best Drama, Ted Lasso winning Best Comedy Series and the White Lotus winning all of the 20 awards it was nominated for. There were a couple of moving speeches on the night, though, with winner for Best Supporting Actress Abbott Elementary Cheryl Lee Ralph singing her thanks in a moving song and Zendaya, who won Best Drama Actress for Euphoria, saying she wanted her award to heal people. But it was Lizzo that stole the show when she won for her Amazon series Watch Out for the Big Girls in the Best Competition series. When I was a little girl... All I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. (laughs) If I could go back and tell little Lizzo something, I'd be like, you gonna see that person, but bitch is gonna have to be you. He's known for his blockbuster box office hits, but it's not often you get a glimpse into the soul of superstar filmmaker Steven Spielberg. The award-winning director usually keeps us at arm's length when it comes to his personal life, but the trailer for Spielberg's uncharacteristically personal drama The Fablemans shows a string of semi-fictionalised character-defining memories. The movie, which hits UK cinemas in January, focuses on the story of a boy discovering his love for film as his family splinters around him. In this family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me. been the smart seven wherever you're listening do us a favor and hit the follow button we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m have a great day written produced and published by daft dogs